Well, hello, everybody. This is Ron. We're going to go ahead and get started. In case this is your first uh, time you've tuned into this call, it's uh, every uh, second Monday of the month. This is our Gold Club call. It is actually for members and non-members. However, members can tune into the live Q&A by hitting star zero when we're ready to get into the queue for the operator. And then non-members are in listen only. If you are on the call and you are a non-member, uh, probably a good idea to be a member, it's uh, at ronsgoldclub.com. You should sign up and then get, uh, get all the benefits that everybody else gets. And the list is long, and including our weekly uh, online newsletter. So we're going to start by making everybody uh, aware that uh, we're, tonight's call is all about, A, I've got a few announcements to make, and then B, I'm going to go over 10 property information sheets that were received today from only two different students, and six of those are worthless and four of those are prospects. So we're going to discuss those, and then when that's over, I'm going to open it up for you guys to ask questions. And in order to do that, you have to hit star zero and get in the queue, and our operator tonight's name is Chantel. Chantel is uh, patiently waiting for me to get through yapping here so she can talk to you guys one-on-one -on -one and get you uh, in the line in order. So be writing down your questions as we go, if you haven't already, if you are a member. And um, I'm going to get started right now with the announcements, so let's do it. First, um, we are excited to announce that this coming uh, Monday, this a week from today, in fact, we are going to release a whole new commission structure for Gold Club affiliates. And, that, and we are literally going to pay all of our affiliates $25 for every single Gold Club member they send us through our link that we issue them. And that $25 is ongoing in perpetuity. So in other words, if you refer us a member, we'll pay you $25 as soon as we collect the 59 but we'll keep paying you $25 every single month we collect that 59 Now, for some of you, that may be new, but uh, the simplicity of it is we're going to give you a link, and that link is going to drive whoever you refer to us to a $1 offer, and that $1 offer will give them a several hundred dollar course as a new member to the Gold Club if they just opt in for a 30-day trial. That is a very compelling offer, and our conversion rate is very high. Even better news is that all day this coming Friday on the 13th, we're going to be teaching uh, a whole day on exactly how to use that free gift uh, of affiliate as a Gold Club member to make you uh, literally a six-figure annual income from just being an affiliate of the Gold Club. Uh, we've put together a plan to where you can do that from home and do it without much personal involvement because we're also going to have uh, Elsa there who hires and trains affiliates, I'm sorry, affiliates, uh, virtual assistants for you. And Elsa's doing a great job on our real estate side, but she's also going to hire virtual assistants for you to do all of the grunt work that's required to get the link out to the public to drive them to us through your link so you can get paid. And it's going to be a really exciting day. We've got seven or eight of the hot, best, hottest ways to do that. And it's taught by our Internet uh, guys here uh, uh, that um, have a whole business where they do nothing but work all month long driving in uh, traffic for online for clients uh, locally and national. So this day is free. Doesn't cost you anything to tune in, and uh, I've laid out a hundred thousand dollar a year plan for you, and you can uh, 
approach it any way you want to approach it, but frankly, the long and the short of it is, why not pick up a few extra thousand dollars a month playing around? And simultaneously, what you're going to be learning is how to drive traffic to any business, to any website, or to any link for free. And that's what the day is all about. And believe me, by the time you get through with that day, you're going to see a lot of income opportunities open up for you as well, because we're also going to show you some uh, other affiliate opportunities in the afternoon, which we have nothing to do with, but a lot of people are making a lot of money with by using the same techniques we teach you all day how to get people to come to your link. Now, if you don't have any idea what I just said, don't worry about it. You will if you just tune in on Friday when you get the training. Also on uh, Saturday and Sunday, the 14th and the 15th, I'm going to follow it up by a uh, two-day live uh, retaping, retraining of the entire AXE course, the Control Without Ownership System. Many of you listening have that tonight, and it's only about six months old, but I've elected to retape it because we've added so much new stuff to it, and this will be the very last time that it's ever retaped, so if you can, get in on that. Now, the affiliate day on the 13th will be simulcast, and I'm going to give you the, link, uh, the, the site to go to here in a minute, so you can tune in online if you wish, but we'd love to have you in the room live. It's always more fun for us when you're there, and it's also always more powerful for you when you're in a room full of live people where you can answer the, ask the questions and meet the people and all of that. So most people who are coming to the affiliate training on the 13th will also be attending the AXE event on the 14th and the 15th here in Jacksonville at the same hotel. However, you certainly are welcome to come to um, the, AXE, the affiliate training if you don't hang around for the AXE. Again, the affiliate training is free whether you're online or off. The AXE training is literally me going through step-by-step step the entire course. We're going to have the Ionatis here who actually invented the AXE, and I, I just created a, a system around it and, and uh, created it to, or put it to the, in a situation where you could actually figure out what it's all about and use it and all the tools we build in it as well that we use every day around our business. Elsa will be there as well. If you do not have a VA, she will get you one. And my guy, Scott, will be there. Scott runs my entire full-time business, full-time real estate business in my building. And he will be there, so you will learn what he's doing. In fact, he did three axe deals last week alone. And you'll see exactly what we do and how we do it, and, you'll be there, and Scott will be there to interview. Plus, our two newest acquisitions in my personal real estate business will be there as well. So, and what we've done uh, here just, just this week, in fact, is that I've put uh, two more people on the crew to cover areas of town that we're not covering and they will simply take all of the leads that we get in those areas follow up to get the contracts from the sellers and then follow up to put buyers in the houses so um, we're literally expanding our team at really no cost to me and at no risk to me because they get paid when they produce which is something that you guys might want to think about for your own expansion where you live the truth is that these axe deals come in so fast and furious when you do anything to attract them that Scott just couldn't handle them all by himself, so we narrowed down our area to that which he wanted to work. And now, with the addition of these two folks who actually are just working where they live, covering two different areas of town, uh, our, our business should triple overnight. They, you, the two folks that we've added will also be at the live axe event. And they're not new. They're, they've been around a long time, but they are new to this ACT program, so they're there to learn with, uh, with everybody else that's there. It will be a smaller event, so it's your chance to actually get downright intimate and hang around with some really cool folks while you're there watching this thing be retaped. 
Now, the uh, two-day axe event is um, only $100 if you have the axe course uh, or have been to the quick start event in the last six months, or it's uh, $9.97 if you don't, and you will get the entire system, uh, the uh, entire brand-new system as well. So uh, write this uh, site down in case you're interested in either one of those. It's ronlegrand.com forward slash AF. That's Adam Frank. ronlegrand.com forward slash Adam Frank. That's where you will sign up for either the affiliate event or the AXE event or both. Um, also, one more thing. We've got a uh, fast track. Uh, I'm going to do an all-day seminar in Dallas on the 21st, and we are going to simulcast that as well. You can find that at ronsfasttrack.com. That's ronsfasttrack.com. And that, uh, literally, that's an all-day event where I go through uh, the uh, best ways to, the fastest ways to make money in real estate and uh, a lot of other neat things that um, that you'd want to uh, that you'd want to know, especially if you're brand new to the business. That's also free, but you do have to register to get on it. And um, we're going to be heading for Seattle on the 25th. We got a powerful boot camp. We're going to do there the quick start event, the 25th through the 28th. We've got a bunch of excited people there waiting on us. In fact, I just talked to the realtor today who's going to go out and line up the prospects for us that we're going to get on a bus and go out and see. If you have interest in that, that's at ronsquickstart.com, or you can just call our office. And then finally, the business management event is coming up shortly. That's May the 4th through the 6th in Jacksonville, Florida, my favorite city. And that's three days of me teaching the business, man or the business of buying and selling houses. Okay, Marco... Marco uh, Acovedo, and I'm sure I, uh, I totally destroyed your last name, get in the queue by hitting star zero because I'm going to be uh, talking to you about your deal. And John Slavic, please get in the queue with Marco. I'm going to hit Marco's one first, then, John, I'm going to come back to your nine. So you guys go ahead and hit star zero and, and let uh, Chantel put you in the queue. Uh, so with that said, Chantel, are you there? Do you have um, uh, Marco in the queue yet? No, I don't. You have John Slavic in the queue. Um, I have a John, but I don't know if it's John Slavic. All right. Well, let's find out. Can you? Yes. John? Yes. Is this John Slavic? No, sir, it's not. It's John McKinley in Houston. All right. Well, John. Oh, John McKinley, how are you, man? Well, I'm doing fantastic, sir. Well, I got it. And while you're in the queue, let me go ahead and take your question. And John Slavic and Marco, please, or Mario, please get in there so I can cover these leads for you. All right, John, what's up today? Hi, I just wanted to say thank you very much for uh, taking the time with me on that uh, call that you offered to all the uh, Gold Club members uh -huh. on last month's issue. It was fantastic. I'm starting to implement some of the things that you asked me to implement. Well, John, we probably ought to tell everybody what they missed because they all had the same opportunity, and I'm really some amazed how few people took uh, took me advantage, took me up on the offer. For those of you who missed it, I offered a 20-minute one-on-one consult with you, and all you had to do was uh, let us know that you wanted it. And you know, and, and you know, out of all of our members, you know how many people took me up on that, John? Five. Huh? Five. Huh? Five. Five. Close. Eight. Uh, okay. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess they were just afraid of me, though, John. <laughs> no, you weren't. You weren't that bad, Ron. You were, you were very to the point. All right. Okay. We got a lot done in twenty minutes, too, didn't we? Yes, we did. I greatly appreciate it. All right. Anything else I can do for you today? Yeah, that should be it. Thank you so much, Ron. All right. You're welcome, sir. All right, Chantel. Who else? John Slavic. Oh, he's there. All right, John. How are you? 
Hey, Ron, what's going on? Okay, so you're in the St. Pete area, huh? Yeah, Clearwater, St. Pete, Tampa. All right, for all you guys listening, I'm going to go through nine of John's lead sheets here. So if you want to get a pencil and paper to write with, because you're going to want to write down the numbers just to keep up with us, uh, I have the privilege of having the sheets in front of me, as I assume John does. You don't, so um, you're going to have to take notes and listen closely to, to stay tuned. So, uh, uh, John, I've got nine prospects here from you, or nine mm -hmm. lead sheets anyway. Yeah. Of which I have tabbed four of them, uh, three of them as prospects, and six of them as suspects. Okay. So our job is to go through here and figure out why they are prospects and why they are suspects. And I suspect you already know these answers. You just sent them to me to see what I'd say, didn't you? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll see if we'll see if I'm right or wrong. <laughs> okay. So let's go through these one at a time. I don't know what order you get them in. And incidentally, in the future, would you just number up in the upper right-hand corner, one, two, three, four, five, and so forth? Oh, sure. And then I can say, John, look at number three or four or okay. five or whatever. All right, this particular house is in um, Crescent Lake, St. Pete. And uh, I'm going to give you the ARV, guys. The ARV is 300, and the debt is about 300. And the payment is 1700 PITI. So that's 300 ARV, 300 debt, and 300 asking. They're asking what they owe. Right, John? Exactly. With a yep. payment of 1700 a month, and they have said yes to the fact that they will lease option. It is a 2,100-square-foot, two, four-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bath, and they're moving now. That's important to me. So, John, what do you see here? Um, I see this as a good deal. Uh, the $1,700 is actually not bad since it's PITI. Um, I've talked to these people a couple times. I uh, let the message last on 4, 5, 12. So um, I'm just still trying to get back in touch with them to see if they want to move forward with it. Well, John, that, uh, they, they blatantly said that they'd sell it to you for what they owe, yep. and they said they would lease option it to you. So you are correct. This yep. is an absolute perfect axe deal. They don't have any equity in it. The payment is reasonable, and that is a reasonable payment. This house is worth about close to $300,000. A $1,700 payment is very reasonable. So um, you should not have any trouble flipping this thing out. You've got a good-sized house. You've got a four-bedroom, whole work. So you've got to follow yeah. up on this thing. Now, your next move is to make an appointment to, lead, to, to take them a lease option agreement. That is exactly what you should be doing next. So this is a great, big, fat prospect. Now, guys, if John gets this thing under contract on a lease purchase, uh, fully explaining to the seller that his intent is to assign it and let them approve the new buyer, this is John. This is an easy ten grander. Yeah, ten grander. But I agree. My favorite kind of prospect. So you should be able to pull up a nice check out of that one very quickly after you get uh, control of it. All right, let's move on to the second one. The second one is a you got a. Thirty-five to forty thousand dollar ARV, and they're asking twenty-five, and they owe seven, uh, owe seventeen on it. But here's what's going to kill this one: it's a two-bedroom, one-bath, seven hundred square foot house. Yeah, it's terrible. Very you small. Do not want, guys. You do not want to mess with seven hundred square foot houses. You are going to have a miserable time selling them. Now, of course, there's always exceptions. If I'm in a community. And all my little houses in that little area are 700 square feet, and I think there's a demand for them. I'm going to use a little common sense here. But I can tell you from my experience, anytime you've got a house this small, it is miserable to find a buyer for it. So I would simply pass on it 
Plus, it looks like they're asking too much for it, even at $17,000. Yeah, I, I told him the only way I'd even think about it is just basically basically taking over his, his debt. But even yeah. that, I was I was hesitant on because of the size. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't mess with it, honestly. Okay. And just for the record, guys, um, a few days ago, I closed on a house here in Jacksonville that was not in bad shape at all. Oh, I wouldn't want to live in the area, but I wouldn't call it a war zone. It was a low-end area. It's worth every bit of $65,000. We just bought it for $11,400 from a bank. So those are the kind of deals that you really, really get a huge rate of return on if you're buying them in your IRA because that house will rent for every bit of $750, $800 a month. So you guys do the math. Figure out how long it takes you to get back eleven four if you're if you're getting $750 a month rent. And that's a house. There's no association dues. And don't forget the tenant buyer is responsible for all the repairs. So these deals are out there, guys. All right, let's go to the next one here. Uh, it's a free and clear house. But this simply, John, they do not want a lease option, and they do not want a seller finance, and you've circled both of them no. Yep. So, uh, guys, when you get a no on a seller finance and you get a no on a lease option, it's a dead deal, absolutely dead. So in the future, John, don't send them to me if it's a no-no. If, if it's a no-no, it's a no-no to send them. <laughs> well, I've, I've talked to many people that you say no from the VAs, but when I talk to them, they change their mind a little bit. Uh-huh. So I thought I'd kind of send them Did to you. Did you talk just to No, I haven't talked to this one yet, but uh, I mean, I well. can... No, I'm, Possibly I'm, okay turning with, around. I'm okay with you calling them and verifying it's a no-no. I thought you talked to them, but if it's a no-no, it's dead. Yeah, this one here, this one, most of the other ones I talked to, this one I did not. Okay. This is strictly from the VA. All right, and you are using the correct form, guys. If, if you uh, do not know it by now, on your, on your uh, membership site, under Resources and under Control Without Ownership, on, well, Resources, and then you go to the Forms, and agreements, and then you go to Control Without Ownership, you'll find the proper lead property information sheet. And if you'll just pull it off of there, it asks the questions for you. All you got to do is circle the yes or no's or have your VA do it. And you can look at this in a nanosecond like I just did. It says, no, I won't sell or finance, and no, I won't lease purchase, and it's free and clear. It's over. We're done. Now, you might say, well, what if I pay cash? Well, you're not going to pay cash for a house. That's that's worth close to three hundred, and they're asking close to three hundred. You can forget it. That's not even a question you want to ask in that case. All right, John, let's see what's next here. You got bad area written on this thing. However, they owe forty six nine. They want forty six nine, which means they want nothing. Exactly. And, and the payment's only five hundred sixty four dollars a month. And even though it's a two bedroom one bath house, you don't tell me how many square feet in it. But uh, before you go throwing this away. Better ask yourself, at the very least, shouldn't I maybe want to do an axe on this thing? That's exactly what I was going to do. I, I was going to do a sandwich on it, but then when I saw the area, I was like, I really don't want to stay in it. So yeah. I figured I, that's why I sent it to you, because I wanted to see if you agreed with trying to do an axe and at least getting a few thousand dollars out of it. Well, I, I kind of hope it would be worth, I mean, up about eight, 900 square feet. That would be my... Yeah, it's almost hope. 900 square feet. Oh, perfect. Well, then I think you ought to go do an axe on it. Because okay. the guy's ready to walk out of it. He don't want it. The fact that it's in a bad area to you doesn't mean it's a necessarily a bad area. Somebody wants to live in it. Right. And I just talked. To, I just called him back today to to uh, yeah. touch base with him and uh -huh. uh, see if he wanted to, to do something with this. Because he was willing to do it before the other way with me doing the lease option sandwich agreement. 
Well, you just well. you just give him the axed uh, language, and uh, you got an 86 comp and a 30 comp. The 30 comp's probably not good. Uh, I bet you got some value here. You might want to check the the ARV on it pretty close before you go uh, giving it away because bad in neighborhood or not, with a $564 a month payment on it, kind of probably easy to get a nice cash flow out of it. But it's your choice. If you want to just get in, get out, I see probably an easy three, $4,000 here. Yeah. So if there's only 46.9 owed on it, it's really worth 60s, 70s or so, man, easy for you to get a few thousand dollars out of it. Get a free boat. Get something. Get a motorcycle. <laughs> get something. All right. Okay, next. Uh, you got uh, a $65,000 loan on this house. You've got an ARV, I can't read, but a 95 asking. And they said, yes, they'll at least purchase it. It's a four, two and a half, uh, 1350 square feet. So, again, guys, that's an asking of 95, an ARV that looks like it's about the same, but a loan of 65 with a payment of 1000 And your note here is that you'll axe it if they'll take what's owed. Yeah. Well, uh, you should ax it if they if you give them what they ask. Even at ninety five. Well, it looks like it's worth ninety five. Well, my comps at the top. The comps under the other comps were were done by a, the VA assistant, and I checked them, and they were not correct. The ones at the very top right corner, sixty, fifty six, and forty nine, those are the correct comps. Yeah, but are you sure that they weren't REOs? Yeah, yeah, I checked them out. Well, yeah, they were, they were not REOs. Well, I can tell you, just the same, this deal would fly on Axe, even if it's really only worth 60 which I'm hesitant to believe, because you've got a, a, a $1,000 a month payment. You've got a good house with four bedrooms, which is the big John, biggie, John. The reason, the reason why it's going to be so cheap is because of the area. It's in a, not, a, not a really bad area, but it's got a very bad stigma to it. It's in South St. Pete. Well, even so. What do you got to lose by doing an axe deal on it? Somebody Nothing, will gladly give you three or four thousand dollars and move into this house to to take up a thousand dollar payment, and and the seller is ready to walk. And uh, they had six kids in this house. Yeah. Well, imagine what kind of shape it's in, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you got to lose? Try it. Uh, don't take any crap from them. You'll do the lease option script on them. You'll uh, start making, uh, you'll, they will start receiving rent equal to their payment uh, 30 days after you get a tenant buyer in it. And if you can't get a sold, you can't get a sold. At the okay. very, very least, you'll get a feel for what, uh, whether that neighborhood's as bad as you think it is and whether people really want to live there or not. Okay. Okay. All right, the next one, you got a $350,000 asking price, a $350,000 estimated value by the seller. Your estimated value is uh, about a hundred thousand less than that, and uh -huh. they owe two fifty-five. So they they want three fifty, and they owe two fifty-five. Actually, I talked to the sellers after this, and he's willing. He had an offer for two seventy-five, and they couldn't accept it because by the time they had they have it listed right now until June. By the time that they paid the commissions, they would be they wouldn't make any money because they owe two fifty-five on it. Uh huh. And so he, I talked to him. I'm sorry, go ahead. They're behind on their payments, too, aren't they? Uh, no, they're not. Well, it says they are. It says... Uh, oh, 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 yeah. You know what? Um, that should be a yes. It's the current. Okay. Sorry. All right. Uh, yeah, that's, that's their current. Um, and I talked to them, and they said that um, they were definitely entertaining 
my the fact of me doing an act to deal with them. Yeah. Um, he actually was. I'm usually on and off the phone as quickly as I can, but he wanted to know a lot, so we really had a good discussion. And uh, he's really considering doing this act deal with me on this. Okay. He when doesn't does, see many other choices. When's his listing expire? In June. Okay. Then that's exactly what you want to do. Go ahead and, and uh, have a conversation with him. Um, just tell him to call you when the listing expires, and you'll come over and get a lease agreement signed, and you'll kick it in gear. And you and you are his knight on the shy, uh, white horse, man, because you are his only way out of this property. And fortunately for you, they have just proven that to the seller, so you don't even need to try that. So this, yeah. is, this is a great payment on his $1,300 a month, guys. It's a at least a $250,000 house. And it's 2,400 square feet, three, two and a half, and this is a easy exit. Uh, when John gets his hands on this, uh, he's going to put this on the market on an axe, and maybe even on a, a sandwich lease if you feel like you can get considerably more than 1,300 a month out of it. I see at least a 10 grander here too, every bit of it, and maybe more. Nice. So now that one becomes a prospect. See, I had that in a suspect pile till you told me all that. Now it's prospect. Yeah, I, to I totally changed his mind about it. <laughs> All right. All right, next one is a free and clear house, and they say no, they won't lease option, and no, they won't owner finance. So what is it? Yeah, this one's pretty much a, a dead, dead, but... Uh, dead. I thought... Okay. Yeah, it pretty much is dead. All right, <laughs> next, the next one is free and clear. They say no, they will not sell or finance, but I get no answer from you on will they lease purchase. Where is it? Which one is that one? Oh, okay. it's on Dorchester. Yeah, they um, they are not interested in doing any of that. He's basically saying his brother's renting it right now, and unless he gets a decent price out of it, he's not even willing to sell it. Okay. Well, then you know what to do with it. Yeah. All right. Put a big D on it. Yep. All right, and last but not least for you, we have a $275,000 asking. Um... Arv could justify that uh, based on your comps, and 160 owed, but they will not lease purchase. So yeah, he, yeah, yeah. This guy doesn't want to do much either. Okay, he's so telling me is. the property is all about the land and the property, and uh -huh. if you knock it down, you know, uh -huh. there's million dollar houses all around it. So I, uh -huh. I just don't think he's uh -huh. he's up for playing ball with me. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so I'm counting. One, two, three, you have now have four prospects out of nine uh, leads. That is very good, sir. Well, there's one more in there, too. Did you see that nope. one? Nope. There's not in my pile. Oh, okay. Uh, must have missed it. There's one for 212.9 asking price. Yep. And? And that one... Um, What's owed? Uh, he owes one, actually less than 187. I just talked to him okay. again today. Will he sell it for what's owed? Uh, he will sell for what's owed, kind of, uh, except that he wants twelve thousand dollars because his wife is splitting up with him. He wants six apiece. What's the payment? The payment is very. It's five hundred eighty-five, five hundred eighty-nine dollars a month. You it's, are kidding me. No, it's ridiculous. You need to get out to that house, get a contract to buy it, subject to, and, and offer him four thousand dollars total, and he'll take it in a heartbeat. Uh, I talked to him on the phone about it, and he's adamant about the six thousand apiece. All right, get out to his house and see how unadamant he is when he sees his buyer getting ready to walk out of his house. Okay. Just get out to his house and look around and see if you want it and say, look, man, you owe on it about what it's worth. 
So I, I'll buy it. Well, and I'll pay closing costs, which, which in itself is going to cost me a couple thousand dollars. So I can't give you more than four thousand dollars. So if it don't work, I understand. If it does work, let me know. And then when I talked to him today, he said a friend of his from church is he wants to put it up for sale and all that stuff. And I'm uh -huh. like, you know, okay, go out and see the house before the friend of his at church screws it up. Okay. There's a big difference between you talking on the phone, then you going out and seeing it. And him thinking he's got a buyer, and then you have to point out to him that, no, I cannot give you what you're asking. But making him a, a counteroffer, you got a 50-50 shot of getting it accepted on site. And if you don't, you got a good shot of getting accepted within the next 30 or 60 days. Okay. Hey, Ron, real quick, can I can I just say one thing about something, I, a deal I was doing today that, sure. that got shot out? Um, I, had a, I had a seller that was an out-of-state seller. And um, I sent him in, I talked to him on the phone, he wanted me to send him an offer, so I sent him two LOIs, one for a subject two and one for a lease option sandwich deal. Uh -huh. He accepted both of them. I had really great terms. It would have been a really good deal for me, and I think a fair deal for him. Then um, next thing I know, he's, uh, he's putting me in contact with his management realtor guy who's managing the property for him, and this realtor killed my entire deal. Well, that's nothing. No, Is there anything... Is there anything that I can do to try to get it back? I kind of feel like this guy has completely manipulated the seller into believing like I'm the I'm the devil. <laughs> well, no. The, the more you say you're not the devil, the more the seller is going to believe you are the devil. I think maybe that wouldn't hurt to have for you to have another phone call though and say, listen, I don't know what he told you, but uh, you got to remember he's got a dog in the hunt, and it's just not in his best interest to get you to sell this house without him involved. But just. <laughs> In case you come to your senses, I'm here. Yeah. Uh, and frankly, um, if you have some objections, then uh, let me handle them before you go kill uh, the best chance you got of getting this household. By the way, ask your friend if he'll buy it. Yeah. Well, this realtor was calling me all kind of stuff. Just how do you sleep at night? You know, you can't do a deal like this. You got to give this guy down payment. You should be giving him thirty thousand dollars. I mean, this guy just went all off. You know, well, the typical realtor knows everything kind of speech. Well, uh, in the future, you don't take those calls with those realtors because you know they can only come out to a bad end. Yeah, unfortunately, I guess I got to talk to the, the seller, but the seller apparently told him that he wants him to handle it, which, you know, that screwed up my whole deal. All right, well, then screwed it up. Quit worrying about it. Next. Yeah. Yeah, if you got enough exactly. of them coming in, you won't care. <laughs> All right, thanks, Ron. All right, man. Good luck. <laughs> okay, if I got Mario on here yet. Chantel? No, Mario's not in queue. All right. Um, I'll take questions from whoever is in queue. Next we have Gary. Gary, please go ahead. Gary, where are you from? I'm up in Boston, Ron. How are you? I am outstanding, man. You wouldn't believe this beautiful weather we got down here. That's great. A little bit cooler here. Um, by the way, good luck with that restaurant. I'm in the real estate business for 35 years and the restaurant business for 14. So uh, I can appreciate what you got in front of you. <laughs> well, I'm in the renovation stages right now but it is moving along and um, don't worry we're going to have plenty of events in Jacksonville where you can come down and eat at this restaurant I'll, I'll, I'll make it a point to get down there and, and try it out when you get open yeah. alright what's on your mind today? Question. I've been kind of intrigued by these axe deals which is why I'm on the call here and I'm trying to get my operation set up and get some people in here that I can have work them um, on people who are, uh, it's all about the payment, but what about these uh, things that are going to reset some of these loans and so forth? How do you work that in on the lease purchase? The uh, the numbers just change if the thing um, uh, uh, upticks to uh, a little more money a year or two years down the road. You're talking about the adjustable yeah. loans? 
What's that? You talking about the adjustable loans? Adjustable, adjustable loans, loans, correct. You just tell your tenant buyer when their payment goes up, your rent's going to go up. Okay, so they just we just track it, whatever it is, that's what it is, and they they can uh, they can get a feel for it, and it's going to be all based on the economy and based on. You don't, uh, no, you don't do anything, Gary. You just make it clear to them that this is an adjustable rate mortgage. Suppose, all right, you're stepping out of it. So what that's what happens correct. two years down the road? Uh, that's correct. My not my worry. As long as they they, they are aware of it, uh, that your attorney's going to make sure that they are, and frankly, in that case, you should supply them with a copy of the underlying mortgage. And one quick no. question. In a, in the case of, I know you're trying to do a, a, a 10-year, the ideal situation, looking at a 10-year lease option. Up here, our, our, we're pretty stabilized up here in Boston. My idea is that 10 years of just, it's just people, that, they're just shaking their head. It's just, it seems like so long. Oh, Can you get away with a five-year where we wait think we're gonna, we've already started to see a little appreciation in some of our better communities? Uh, now, hold on a minute. The 10 years only applies if they're over leveraged now. Okay. I don't go in and ask somebody, even if they're at retail price, even if they're at ARV, I don't really ask for a 10-year loan then. I only ask for a 10-year, I mean, 10-year lease. I only ask for that term when they're already over leveraged and it's quite obvious to them and everybody else concerned. It's going to really take a while for the equity to kick back in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, Great. other than that, five years is plenty. And frankly, if you get two or three, you can still pass it on and get paid. Yeah, especially if it's close to the arm. I got you. But, Good. But no, thank you very much. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna walk into a deal that's thirty thousand dollars over leverage with a two year lease on it. Now now that is with one exception, guys, it's a very important one, which we discovered in our own endeavors, which I'm actually building into this uh, week weekend's training, and that is that you can always uh let's say I let's say I got a three hundred thousand dollar house and there's three sixty owed on it. I can always put a tenant buyer in that house uh, on a long-term lease, but also have a provision in their agreement that any time they want to go get a loan and cash out of that property, that uh, the seller agrees to participate in a short sale. And then we get the seller to sign an addendum to that effect as well. So if and when the buyer ever does want to go get a loan, there you go. Um, we don't have to go back and renegotiate it for them. It's already part of their upfront agreement. In the yeah, but, but aren't some of these guys only doing these axe deals? I'm talking about sellers now because they don't want to ding their credit and they don't want that short sale. Well, I am sure that there's always people that that's the case, but when you get $60,000 over leverage, Gary, you kind of run out of options. Mm, yeah, true, true. You know, and uh, if they don't want to sign that document, which we've not had anybody sign yet, then uh, we know you'd get to choose whether you want to do the deal or not. But uh, I can tell you right now, if it's that far over leveraged, the 10-year lease is not going to be up for discussion. If they don't want to do that, I'd just let them keep their house. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very good. Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. i tell you what you guys are going to find out. You're going to find out that all of the objections out there ain't anywhere near what you think they are. I mean, when you get out in the arena, you'll discover that uh, the right sellers – are a blessing to deal with because they just need your help. And I'm telling you, these tenant buyers don't care about these things you think they should care about. They care about how much they can get in, uh, put down and how much that payment is. And the rest of that junk, it just doesn't matter to them. Ron, one other, one other quick question. On yeah. print advertising, trying to attract buyers as, as opposed to not or working in conjunction with working the, the FISBOs, um, do you see that as viable? Uh, it's not an expense issue for us. Uh, it's more of is it worth our while as as an attraction what, for you know underwater on your house what um, you know another alternative. Oh, wait a minute now, are you tracking sellers or buyers? Um, uh, sellers. Uh, you should always keep an ad in the paper as long as it's not too expensive. 
I don't know you'd want one in the Boston Globe, but you want it in all of the regional papers. Yeah, some of the smaller papers, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. You want, that, you want that message out anywhere you can get it out cost-effectively. And best place to get buyers is? Uh, online ads, driving them to the uh, page. Website. That up, uh, your website and or, page, just, yeah. or just a page. Yeah. yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. And signs. Mm-hmm. Signs Thank in front you. of the house and pointer signs. Okay. Okay, great. Thank you. All right. Chantel, next, please. Next, we have Bill. Bill, please go ahead. Bill, where are you from? In California. Where in California? Um, near the coast by Santa Cruz. Okay, cool. That's a beautiful area. Yeah, it's nice. I'm sending yellow letters to inherited property list. Uh-huh. How's that working? And, um, you know, I'm getting some calls. Um some of them are, are pretty expensive houses, as you can imagine, 800000 plus, over a million, uh-huh. and free and clear, and, um, but they want cash out. Uh-huh. And so um, I, I'm just wondering, like, would you option those? At what price would you option, like, a million-dollar house? Well, we're, are we assuming that it's uh, in excellent condition, ready to sell, and in a good sellable area? Yes. And uh, how's the market? Is the market for that price house uh, still slow, or is it heating back up, or what? No, it's slow. Okay. Well, then you want to be able to sell it. Let's say it's worth a million. Um, I would expect to be able to sell it for 750 to 800. So anything I option it below that is happy. I know you need to make six figures on it, or you shouldn't mess with it. Right. So 650, seven, 650, 750 max is your is my answer. Okay. And that that means that most people won't sell it to you that cheap, but you only need a few at a time. Right. Especially if they're inherited. Yes. Because they don't care. It's all free money to them. Okay. So about 65 to 75 cents on the dollar. Yeah, on the real dollar though. Don't 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 pull an R uh, out of the air and then get super conservative. I mean, don't make that million dollar house an eight hundred thousand dollar R and then try to buy it for sixty cents on on the dollar for that. Right. Remember, all you got to know is this: I want to be able to offer this property into the marketplace and not get one hundred percent of its value. Right. And then and then make some money. So I got to buy it cheaper than I think I'm going to sell it for. Okay. That's that's the long and the short of it. Okay, great. Thank you. All right. Next question is from Joe. Joe, please go ahead. Joe, where are you from? Uh, Ron, I'm from uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. All right. My wife's favorite city in the world. <laughs> and, my, and my least favorite. <laughs> I, I have heard you mention that on some of the webinars. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they'd shut down the casinos, I'd like it a lot better. <laughs> well, then no one would want to come, <laughs> other, other than the investors. you are all by yourself. <laughs> well, right now the, the uh, real estate market here is attracting certainly a lot of investor types and folks looking for a second home. Oh, I know, man. You're getting them from all over the world. Uh, my question is, I saw a, a video where you were talking about the private lenders mm-hmm. and that you had put something on the Gold Club members' website that you could provide as a link to your webpage. Uh, Joe, I took it down. Lenders. I oh, took it down. That's why I couldn't I find a, it then. <laughs> I had a site set up for you to have people order my free CD. Mm-hmm. Then I caught a couple of people uh, doing stupid stuff with that site and, and uh, doing some illegal advertising, and 
I just decided, uh, look, I can't monitor this, so I'm not going to take the risk of people misusing it and getting themselves in trouble. Uh, you cannot openly solicit for private money. It's that simple. You cannot just run ads for investors and expect to get away with it. And that's not what I told people to do, but that's what they were doing anyway. Okay. So I nipped it. Now, by the way, guys, good news for all of you, and I haven't read the complete uh, act yet, but the president just signed into law a new law that eliminates the, uh, the old rule that you actually can't advertise for private money to, with people you don't know. Um, in other words, he's opened it up to where you can now openly solicit for private money. However, <laughs> from what I understand, it don't kick in for 270 days, <laughs> and they, uh, you know, they can always change it several times prior to that because he's opened it up to allow uh, changes. So anyway, at least they're heading in the right direction because that's huge if that happens. That means literally we can advertise for all the investment capital we want uh, and, and be free to do it by, with, with a new law change. That, that's what I'm told. I haven't read it. I do have a, uh, a copy of it that I'm going to read, but that's what I'm told it says. So that's, that's good. And I think the intent was for him to make it easy for businesses to raise capital to improve the economy. So... Thank you, Ron. I appreciate all that you do for us. All right, sir. Thank you. That's, by the way, that's H.R. 3606. Um, let me see. I don't know how else to describe it for you if you want to write that down. H.R. 3606. Um, I don't see any other way to identify it. Okay, Chantel. Next question is from June. June, please go ahead. June, where are you from? Hi, Ron. Uh, Silicon Valley, a little bit, about 35 minutes from Santa Cruz the other day. Well, I'm getting day. an awful lot of California people here today. Well, we're very, very aggressive out here. You know that. I see. <laughs> we have to be with the cost of uh, real estate in Silicon Valley, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm coming okay, close I, to you I, pretty soon in Seattle. I met you many years ago, 25 years ago, probably. I should have listened more. I'm back into the house market, the cheapies, and... Uh -huh. What I wanted to, I just joined up last week when you were talking with Jay. Oh, cool. Bob right. Kramer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the first thing I heard you say was how to build a uh, buyer's list. I don't have a buyer's list for stuff that's not in this area. How best would I? Would Doing I, buyer's uh, list is not going to be difficult for you to build, but do you have something to sell? Oh, yes. I get them every single day all over the country direct from banks. Well, do you have something to sell in your area? Uh, 90 minutes from here. Okay. So the buyer's list is simply by getting uh, your VA to uh, to build a uh, page for that house on postlets.com and Craigslist. Mm -hmm. And then constant, and then uh, getting somebody to put as many ads out there on as many of those free websites as they can, like Craigslist and all of the uh, local FISBO sites, and drive traffic to that page and or your website if you have one set up to collect the uh, that information. Yeah, I'm working on that as well, yeah. Okay, and so really all you need is your email address. for the last 10 years. Right. Uh -huh. so all you the only thing with the, sorry, the only thing with direct that I'm getting, I have to put money up front to control the property, and it has to close within 12 days. Well. But they're good deals, wholesale, wholesale. Well, I hear you, but uh, that is going to make it very tough. I mean, that's I a know. very, very narrowed-down, selected uh, few people that are going to yep. be able to do that because you scare the heck out of people if you tell them 12 days, even if they have the money. 
many of them are I've here. got them all over the country. If I want to, let's say I want to work in North Carolina or Chicago or Florida, just do the same thing. Yeah, but 90 minutes from you requires about four times as much money to buy a property as it does in those areas, doesn't it? Oh, no. We've got three bedrooms at $35,000. Get out of here. California. Really? really? I've got four of them. I'm going to send you some in Florida. Uh, well, I'm, I'm thinking in California, that's pretty cheap. Well, I guess in some areas. It's I know. Cheap. Oh, I got no problem buying them for that price in Florida. I do it every week. Yep. <laughs> but, well, I thought you might want some more direct. Uh, um, I, not right now, frankly. I've got all I can handle right now. I'm. I'm buying about two a week well, like that. You have a, a globe, a, sorry, a gold club member list who wants to buy properties. No, like me who's got lots of them. Nope. Okay. No, but uh, you can question. go on the forum on the gold club and advertise. But frankly, I don't know. You know, my gold club members are all over North America. So mm -hmm. if you're looking for That's area, okay. if you're gonna if you're gonna focus on buying these uh, bank-owned properties in your area, you need to build a local area list. And you start by building a big list, and then you narrow it down and uh, do an email out to the whole list and say, listen, guys, I've got yep. some killer deals, but the downside is you've got to close in 12 days. So if you can do that and you're serious, please let me get you on my VIP list and let me know. And yep. pretty, pretty soon you'll have a, you. yeah, a pretty substantial list, which, crap, you don't need 10, 12 of these people, and they'll buy all of them you got. Yeah, the ones I've sold already in the last uh, few months are all, like, one in Merced, one in Stockton, one in California. They're not interested in any other areas. And I only get them spor per, uh, sporadic in California. I get them all over the country any amount I want. But in California, they go in five minutes if I don't put the deposit up. There you go. It's $35,000 for three bedrooms. Yeah. Yeah. And some are livable. <laughs> yeah, I know. That one's I'm buying from the bank right now. I mean, I just bought one... Uh... Friday for Thursday, that thing don't need three thousand dollars worth of work. We paid it's uh, exactly true. We yep. paid twenty five for it, and it's got to be worth at least eighty five thousand. Okay, yeah, uh, sixty sixty five. It usually comes out after repair value. Yeah. So you know, no, some of these I've people. I've done three or four, and I thought this is too easy, especially with thirty years experience. I know how to talk to anybody about uh, some of these people. The people listening now, you think you, you know they think we're full of crap, don't you? <laughs> no, I'm sorry to tell you guys, there's $35,000 houses in the Central Valley. And I'm telling you, the worst thing you can do is cash out of those houses right now, guys. Get I a know. private loan, close on them, put yep. tenant buyers in yep. there, and relax. Yep. And let the yep. value triple again. Because we've got multiple offers in Silicon Valley from San Francisco to um, uh -huh. San Jose. Multiple offers. Okay. Palm Springs, my girlfriend's getting 10, 15 offers. Wow. Six months ago, she couldn't give them away. Huh. Well, then why are you complaining about not having a buyer's list? <laughs> because I only deal with large properties, 10 million, 2 million, stuff like that. So I've got to start all over again with the little houses in between my working my big stuff. I got you. All right. So you different kind of buyers in Silicon Valley. Yeah. All right. Very different. Okay. Well, I met you 25 years ago, so now I'm listening to you again. Wow. You are old. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, like you. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> One of these days I'll fly down to wait horrible, till, hot, sticky Florida. Wait till I get my restaurant open. <laughs> yes. All right, let's we'll get some more questions in here if we can, okay. Chantel. Thank you, June. Chantel? Next we have David. David, please go ahead. David, how are you? Where are you from? Hey, Ron. I'm from uh, Miami, Florida. Okay. What's up? Okay. 
Got a question for you. I got the VA doing some uh, work for me when she's doing the uh, lead property information sheets. I get um, a couple of, a couple of deals where the asking price and the ARV, they're like in the, let's say, 280s. Um, the first mortgage is 105, um, but the VA only asks the question, which is if your asking price is between um, 35,000. So I was telling them that they should ask the uh, if the house is free and clear questions as well. Am I wrong by telling them that, or yes. what do you suggest? The questions are right on the information sheet. You don't need to expand on that. It says clearly, if it's free and clear, then you ask, will you, will you own or finance it? And if the answer is no, then you ask, will you at least purchase it? Those, those are the, that, that side. Over on the other side of the sheet where it says, will you sell for what you owe on it, would not apply to the deal you just gave me because there's too big a gap between what they owe and what they want. So then, is this a deal no good, or? Uh, no, what'd you say, they owed 105, what'd you say they were asking? They were asking uh, 285, and that's the ARV as well. And that's the ARV. So obviously, they're not going to sell for what they owe, right? Right. Okay, so your next question is, will you, will you lease purchase it? Correct. And if the answer is no to that, you're done. So, okay, so the, but the, the thing is, the VA is not even um, filling those questions out. She's not asking if they would lease purchase it or not. That's your fault. That means you're not working with them and training them that the, that sheet is worthless unless they get a yes or no answer to that question. Yeah. All right, perfect. All right, yeah, because this is the first set of sheets I got from them, so I was talking to uh, Elsa in regards to that. Okay. okay, it takes a little time to get them acclimated now, but you know you got to get on the phone. And here's the hard part: you actually got to have a little patience. That's okay, not a problem. Enough. I just wanted to make sure that I was actually instructing them correctly. You know, when I told her that. You've got to tell them, look, I have to have that question answered and make sure that they know when to ask it, which, I mean, I look, it's laid out there in simple terms. I mean, if they can read and take a few minutes to see what they're reading and study it once, then they'll know immediately from then on when to ask the questions and when not. For example, you don't ask them if they will own or finance it if it's got a great big debt on it. Right. Okay. All right. Thanks, Ron. Mm -hmm. Who's next? Next, we have Vaughn. Vaughn, please go ahead. Vaughn, where are you from? Hey, Ron, it's Vaughn from Boca Raton. How are you? Man, I got Florida and California well represented here today. I don't know where the rest of the country is. Where well, that's this is that's this is because this is where the most action is happening. That's what's happening. <laughs> is that it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Ron. Mind. Thanks for thanks for taking the time with us tonight. Uh, my questions are shifting gears a little bit here. I was on your uh, prep call for the uh, commercial real estate boot camp that you had, uh -huh. I believe it was in uh, February or March, uh, I think? March, yeah. March, okay. And um, at, uh, on that call, you spoke about um, the, um, you were asking students to provide you with potential deals. You said that you would be looking at helping them to structure their deals if they were interested in buying it themselves or if it was something that you and your group were interested in, that you would be also interested in uh, paying them some sort of a yeah. finder's fee kind of thing. Yeah. Um, are you still doing that? Uh, uh, I, I was very interested in coming to that uh, boot camp, but I wasn't able to make it. Well, I am, but only to those who attend the event. Oh, I see. Yeah. When until, are you having the next event? Until you and I can speak the same language, I don't want to talk to you about deals. Uh, my next event is going to be in Las Vegas, man, on September the 19th through the 22nd. 
19th for the 22nd. Yep. Las Vegas. Yep. All right. Perfect. And uh, one last thing. Uh, right before your last um, student uh, with David, you had a lady on from California. Yeah. Who uh, spoke about having a lot of access to properties all over the place. Yeah. Is it okay with you if I recite my phone number on here? Oh, I don't care. If she could contact me? I don't care. All right. I don't remember her name, but if she's still on here and she's still listening, please contact Vaughn at 954-501-8475. Again, it's 954-501-8475. Thanks, Ron. You're welcome. Okay, Chantel. Next we have Jean. Jean, please go ahead. Jean from where? Hi, Ron. I'm in Orlando. Okay. How are you, Jane? I'm fine. Um, my question is um, tax-related. Okay. Um, I spoke to this gentleman uh, early January. He was refer He's actually the father of a friend. Um, and uh, uh, asking price on the property is, is not... When, I'm not sure because I'm meeting again with him tomorrow because he was not ready before and he called me this morning because he mm -hmm. says I'm ready. That's all he said. Well, Gene, you and shouldn't he wants even, to get out of town. You shouldn't <laughs> be meeting with, meeting with anybody till you get a complete property information sheet filled out and have a reason to meet with him. Okay. And I know you um, don't, or you would know the asking price. Well, his asking price previously was was uh, about what it was worth, mm -hmm. and the, and um, I, you know, that wasn't going to happen. Okay. Um, I, I, well, I kind of had it in the back of my head he would agree to, you know, I would do like an assignment, but he's, he's really anxious to get out of town. He does it. not want to live it. here anymore. So do you have um, my axe course? I do not. Uh, I don't, know. don't you think you better course. get up here to Jacksonville this weekend? Well, I would if I could. But if I could. Okay. Uh, so for right now, can we... <laughs> What uh, we had talked about was, you know, getting a, he didn't feel comfortable getting somebody else into his home. He yeah. didn't, he did, it didn't register. It really didn't register that I, this would be a, these people would be buying down the road, you know. But okay. anyway, well, he, he told me he was ready is all he said. Don't have to get I'm comfortable. Gonna, yeah, he, he only lives about five minutes from me. But, all right. But anyway, what I did not feel good about is, is the appraisals. Now I'm I've done them again, and equity in the property is. Gene, is, it doesn't yes. make a bit of difference what the equity in the property is. What's the payment? Uh, payments are right around fourteen hundred. And what's the loan balance? Ninety. Okay, and and what do you think the R is? I think it's about one sixteen, one eighteen. All right, you got a deal. You're just gonna you're gonna go lease option it for what's owed on it. And okay. You, and you could easily get. Uh, five, you might even get more because you've got some equity in it. That part I knew. I didn't feel good about the, the monthly. It, Don't worry about it. Hanging on to Jane, it. It's worth hanging on to Jane, it. Jane, Jane, you're not paying the monthly. Don't worry about it. And no, you're okay. not going to do a sandwich just because of the monthly. Okay. Because you won't get any monthly spread. But you that's, will get somebody to pay thought. the 1400 as long as that's they can just thought. walk in there, yeah. buy it for the loan balance at the time they buy it, and give you a few thousand dollars and be done with it. Okay. And then uh, another question is not exactly related to this particular one is mm -hmm. I didn't think the attorneys would be that expensive with closing fees for these types of deals. Well, and some, some will, some won't, like anything else. A, a real I've, estate I've, attorney? Uh, 
Yeah, I've asked a couple so far, and they were all as expensive as a regular closing on a property. What does that mean? You know, a few thousand. All baloney. Absolutely baloney. Well, I think they don't know what I'm talking about. No, they don't. Did you tell them the part about where you're going to send them over the lease option agreement completed, and all they got to do is meet with the people and explain it to them and get them to sign it? And I didn't explain it that way, Ron. Uh-huh. I figured that. <laughs> they think they got to create all the documents and do all that. Even then, it's not a few thousand dollars. They, That's you know, they, they don't get it. That's ridiculous. You know, and uh, even, though, yeah. even though they both have dealt with um, investor-type properties, you know. Yeah, and well. And I said, Ron, Ron would not agree with that. Well, I also you. see a fish coming. <laughs> go, go, find, go find your guys who are real estate closing machines. And you, okay. and you know what? You're okay with going to a title company as long as they have an attorney in it that right. will represent you. That is one that I did think would yes. give me a better deal, and and that didn't sound like it. I said this might not. This is not the people I want to talk to. You better believe it. <laughs> Our attorney charges three hundred dollars, and frankly, it ain't even worth a dime more than that. And even out in California, they five hundred dollars is the max that I let them charge me, and they don't does deserve attorney, that. Huh? Does your attorney do any work for Orlando? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know how he's going to close from here if it's in Orlando, but yeah, he would if he could. But you don't well, want see you want the you want the buyers to physically meet the attorney and sit in their office. Okay. okay. That's the only reason that I'm really having him do it, other than you know make sure all the docs are in place and disclosures and all that to comply with state law. But I want that buyer to feel like it was professionally closed, so they don't you know right. second thoughts later. Okay. Okay. One last thing. Yeah. I really, really like the articles your brother has been putting in our monthly magazine. He's pretty cool guy. He really does. He is. He's got awesome articles. Yes. Really does. I've known him pretty much all my life. (laughs) Well, I just wanted to let you know how much I appreciate that. All right. Thank you. Okay. Uh huh. How about how about it, Chantel? We got any more? We have Don. Don, please go ahead. Do we have any behind Don? No, she's okay, the last good. one. Well, oh, was it Dawn? All right. Well, she's the last one, so please don't take any more. All right, Dawn, how does it feel to be the last one? Good. All right. Can you give me 10 seconds? I'll be right back. That means I got in. Okay. Can you hear me? Okay. All right. I'm back. Where are you from? Okay. I'm from Atlanta. Okay. Before you talk, I want you guys to know that uh, on this call tonight, for the last 60 minutes, uh, we have had more people on this call than any other time since we've been doing this. So congratulations to you guys for all being here. All right, Don, go ahead. Okay, a couple of things. First of all, about the buyer's list. Yes. I finally took your advice yesterday. Uh-huh. I put an ad on Craigslist and Postlist, and already I've had three calls. I can't believe it. Well, I should believe it. You should say it. <laughs> well, I'm surprised you didn't get more than that. I know, I know. What's your ad say? So it said, uh, I can't remember now, but I was trying to remember what you said before on another call about, uh, I think, uh, rent-to-own properties or seller financing. Um, lease purchase. No bank qualifying. No bank qualifying yeah. is the key. Yeah. Um, lease okay. purchase. Um, and you can, uh, we kind of like to use rent-to-own on the really cheap properties. Oh, okay. Uh, and so I, we use lease purchase and uh, owner financing and no bank qualifying. And in, in, if it's applicable, uh, immediate occupancy, because that's kind of important to some people. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, 
Let's see. I have uh, one person who maybe I shouldn't bother because she wouldn't tell me exactly. Well, I have another lady call. She wouldn't tell her exactly what she owed on the house, only that it's it's she thinks it's worth one forty five and she wants one ten. She will do a lease purchase, but she she wants to move to Florida. She wants one ten? She wants one ten. Okay, well what's wrong with that? You better get out there and get that thing. Oh, okay. yeah, now all of a sudden uh, if she wants one ten and it's worth one forty five and she's willing to take a, a, a reasonable payment, a low payment, then you got a deal. Okay. And, uh, along the way, you're going to find out what she's owed. Okay. Okay. She probably just wants um, to meet somebody in person, make sure you're not some scam. Okay. Okay. Well, I have to talk to her son. Um, no, if she owns the house, hon, you need to talk to her. Okay. And that's a good, good uh, point for all of you listening. Don't get in that trap. The minute you find out the person on the phone is not the person that owns the house, tell them that we I need to talk to the person that owns the house and there's no sense in carrying on this conversation any further until we do because you are wasting okay. your breath. Okay. And could be creating a, a, a big problem because you're talking to the wrong person who totally is going to mistranslate it uh, when they're relaying that message on. Okay. And the last question, mm -hmm. you mentioned agreement for deed. What yes. exactly is that? Well, it's a, it's a synonym for land contract, contract for deed, land installment contract, bond for deed, and all of those things. And okay. there's a, there are different titles in different states, and really what they are is a document that simply says, um, I'm going to pay you X number of dollars, X number uh, per month for X number of months at X number of interest rate, and when I do pay you off, then you transfer the deed to me. Uh, it is legally a transfer of ownership, even though the title stays in the seller's name. It's used in every state in some form. Uh, it's a, it, 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 when I buy a property from you on an agreement for deed, it, uh, I literally I do own the property uh, by IRS standards and by legal standards. So it's kind of a glorified lease option because the deed stays with you till I pay you off, but I'm buying it. I'm not leasing it on an agreement for deed. Okay. It's kind of a, 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 a like a note and a mortgage, except the deed stays in your name. And uh, in the case of a note and mortgage, you 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 deed me the house, and I give you back a note and mortgage. That's called a wraparound. Okay, so if they owed you know uh, fifty thousand, mm -hmm. and and it's worth like a hundred, and they want say sixty, uh -huh. and I'm going to give, and I'm going to pay them. Like the ten thousand dollars, I'm going to take it over, pay the fifty, whatever the note is, and then I'm going to pay them the ten. Mm -hmm. If I use the agreement for deed, am I going to be? You, um, you could do an agreement know. for deed, but in that case, I just take over the debt subject too. Forget all that. Okay. That means the seller transfers the deed to you, and you start making payments on the fifty, but the loan stays in the seller's name. Okay. And that's the way I'd want to buy that. I don't know that I'd want to. Go, I don't want to put up ten thousand dollars on an agreement for deed and leave the deed in the seller's name when I'm putting up ten grand. Okay. I want to own okay. it. Okay. Okay. Great. Thank you. All right. Anything else? I don't know. I think that's All right. it. Okay. 
Well, then we are out of time, guys. I appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. And don't forget now, our next call is the second Monday of next month, and I'll be looking that up. But don't forget to turn in your FISBO sheets. All you got to do is call FISBOs and uh, send us, the, email us the sheets. And try to get them in there before 4 o'clock, if you will, because if you do, I'll have them in my possession that night. And the next call is May the 14th at 7 o'clock. And if I've got anybody listening right now that's actually going to be um, at my AXE event this week or on my at my Delathon at the first part of May where we come together in Jacksonville and literally call FISBOs for two days, then please make sure you're on the call tomorrow night at 7 o'clock where I prepare you on how to get those leads uh, properly, uh, properly get the proper information to bring them to the class and bring a, um, bring a bunch of them with you so we can help you get deals done. And you guys coming to Jacksonville this weekend, incidentally, please bring all these FISBOs with you you can, because we'll be analyzing those in class as well. So, uh, and in fact, if you are, get on the call tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Same station here, same number, same everything. And, um, I'll, I'll have a discussion with everybody about that. It'll be about a 20-minute call. So with that said, uh, good night. Go out there and get some deals done, and I'll see you in a month, if not sooner. Good night, everybody. <laughs>